a Monday morning, and you know what that means. Streamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station of Love. This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-Z. Landon the Daz Don't, kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of dis- Well, okay. I'm just going to tell you, this is a very special episode. We're breaking format, y'all. Um, we're not even going to be talking about any Disney news. The only news that you need to know is that right now, while you're listening, I'm in the parks, y'all. That's right. I am recording this in advance, so uh, if any breaking Disney news happens, like, for example, uh, Bob Chapik slips on a banana peel and all of his clothes fall off and he audibly farts and falls down the stairs at Cinderella Castle, I won't be talking about that. At least on this episode. I will talk about it on every episode going forward, but this, this week, not going to be talking about any breaking news because, like I said, I'm in the park. But I'm not in the park alone this time. Generally, I travel solo. But this time, I am down in Orlando, Florida with a person I've referred to in the past as the smoking hot girlfriend. So I thought, why not bring on said smoking hot girlfriend to talk about the trip that at the time we're recording is coming up, what we're looking forward to, what she's looking forward to, and really kind of her Disney fandom and some universal talk, because like I've said before on previous podcasts, it's not Disney versus universal. It's Disney and universal. We're all inclusive, y'all. So uh, I guess at this point, um, I bring on the smoking hot girlfriend, smoking hot girlfriend. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. What do I say now? I, 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 I don't know. I'm Lindsay. Okay, all right. Well, Lindsay overshares, and I'm so excited to be on Das Does Disney. Well, well, thank you for joining me, and thank you for answering my uh, first question, I guess. How do I refer to you as, because I don't want to, you know, blow up your spot and, and, you know, reveal your name if you didn't want me to. But yes, your name is not actually Smoking Hot Girlfriend. It's Lindsay. So. It is. It is Lindsay, and I am here. I am ready to record this podcast. Well, again, thank you for uh, joining me tonight or this morning when it drops so you know uh but yes we are recording this uh, as you were listening to this a uh, couple weeks prior um uh, but i guess let's start at the beginning where does your disney fandom come from any disney memories memories in the park anything like that where does that come from That's a great question to start with. So um, I'd say we'll start with the first time I saw a preview for The Little Mermaid before it came out in 1989. Um, And so that's probably where um, my Disney interest started. I didn't um, go there much as a kid, but then as an adult, I kind of found my love for Disney again and spent a little bit of time there and am really looking forward to um, our experience in the park together. Yeah, looking forward to that. We got a couple days planned in uh, the Disney parks. A couple days before that, we're in uh, Universal. We're uh, It's kind of a Halloween-ish trip, even though, you know, it's the beginning of September because apparently in, in, in Orlando, Florida, they like to celebrate Halloween very early. We're kicking our trip off with uh, Mickey's scariest f- Halloween party at uh, Universal Studios with some Halloween Horror Night action. And then we are uh, kind of capping it off with the little Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party in uh, the Magic Kingdom. Now, you mentioned The Little Mermaid. In, I guess, the scheme of things, where does The Little Mermaid stand in all things Disney for you? 
in all things Disney. That's a good, well, I've really liked um, recent Disney movies that have come out. I feel like they've done a great job in having strong female characters. Um, so I thought Frozen was a great example of that. I thought um, Raya and the Last Dragon was a great example of that. So I feel like they've done a really great job um, in recent history, Moana, um, in bringing kind of these strong female characters to the front. Um, but Little Mermaid is always going to hold a special place in my heart, for sure. Would you say that is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, that's a hard one. Man, you were hitting the hard questions to start off. Hard-hitting journalist right here. That's right. And call it. me the Katie Couric of Disney podcasting. Doing the hardest, hardest work. Next up, we're going to be looking at my colon. <laughs> Remember when she did that? That was the, that was weird. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what was the question? Little Mermaid? I love The Little Mermaid. Okay, Scott right. is life. Uh, Dinglehopper's for everyone. Um, what was the... What Fa- was, favorite Disney movie. Is it The Little Mermaid? Is it The Little Mermaid? Oh, of course it's The Little Mermaid. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Little Mermaid, I would say, would be the first one. And then after that... Gosh. I mean, they're all good. Moana is incredible. Um, really excited for the Little Mermaid remake in 2023. Can't wait for that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would say that one is my favorite. All right. Um, uh, favorite Disney park memory. Like, is there a character meet and greet that stands out for you? Is there getting on an attraction? Maybe you ate a really awesome Dole Whip one time. Right, I do love a good Dole Whip. I mean, to be fair, all Dole Whips are awesome. This is true. I do love a grapefruit uh, adult beverage at Epcot. Oh, those are good. You you told me to check that out when I was down in Epcot last time. And uh, thank you for that because they were very, very good. Yeah, so that one's my favorite. Um, I would say that I really enjoyed um, the first time I had ridden the spinning teacups was at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party in 2019. Um, and we did that as part of that event, and I had so much fun. So I really think that's probably my favorite Disney memory. I think we did it three times in a row. Three t- in and, a row? And it, yeah, and it was just, it was fantastic. Like, it was, it was incredible. So, yeah. So how long did you throw up after that? I didn't, actually. I just, like, got right back off the ride and wow. got right back in line and then did it. Yeah, I think it was two more times. Yeah, I think we did it three times in a row. It was unbelievable. And normally I'm not into those kind of things that go real fast, you know, uh-huh. or spin. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. We had the very best time. Well, I think your constitution has been tested, and uh, you will do fine at Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll see. I don't yeah, know. I'm a little crossed. nervous, but I'm willing to try it. I think it'll be worth it. Yeah, so. looking forward to giving that a shot myself. Yeah. So uh, you did mention uh, you had previously attended Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Favorite moment from Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party? Is it the memory you just talked about on on, on the teacups? Um, I would say that I don't, having not been to Disney a lot, I didn't know a lot about like the shows or the fireworks or the parades or like kind of those other things that you can experience there. And I really loved... Um, the like Sanderson Sisters Hocus Pocus um, kind of show that mm-hmm. started off the event or started off the night. I really, really, really enjoyed that because they can project all these things on a, Cinderella's Castle is like my very favorite. And so they can project all of these
these neat like scenes and images on Cinderella's castle and having never seen something like that before, it was really incredible. I mean, the fireworks in general are amazing, but at that particular event, that's the thing that I really enjoyed the most and probably am looking the most forward to about the chance that we get to see together. Um, you know, kind of, you know, will it be the same show? Will it be a little bit different? You know, I think they haven't had it since COVID, right? Yeah, so, this is the first year that Not So Scared kind of, is back. Yeah, how, you know, what does it look like as compared to the time that I've seen it before? So I'm really, and I didn't realize in 2019, I mean, who knew a pandemic pandemic was coming, <laughs> right? So I didn't realize that was going to be the last time we were going to get to see it, right? That they mm-hmm. were going to have this particular event. And so anyway, that was really neat and really special. So I really enjoyed it. Oh, very cool. Um, So talking about the trip that we have upcoming, I did mention that we are going to Halloween Horror Night. You talked about how much fun Mickey's Not So Scary is. Halloween Horror Night, how are we feeling about this? That would be less than confident, Landon. (laughs) We are less than confident Uh about Halloween Horror Night. And anything surrounding that event. You know, I've heard it's great. I know lots of, you know, people that have really enjoyed it. I know that, you know, there's a crew of folks that are really looking forward to us, you know, joining them on that. I I will say that I am currently sitting on E on the tank (laughs) of excited fulfillment for Halloween Horror Nights. I'll just be real honest with you right now. Over under 0.5 houses we complete. What would you set that? Would you take the over at 0.5 or would you take the under? Because let's be completely honest. There is a very real chance that you and I, we don't do a single house while we're there. That's completely correct. And though I may not be uh, that familiar with our sports ball analogies, I will say we're picking the under. Okay. We are picking right. the under on this entire evening, this entire event, just all of it, just mm -mm. that is the uh, that is the Lindsay lock of the week, ladies and gentlemen, hammer the under. And also you can throw it into a three team parlay and uh, sign up using promo code Landon at checkout and Zoe at checkout. Um, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to hanging out with the crew that we're putting together for uh, Justin Monorail's birthday at uh, Halloween Horror Night, but the horror aspect of Halloween Horror Night, I'll be honest, is uh, not something I'm super thrilled about. Absolutely, yeah, I think that it's gonna be a great group. I'm super excited to you know meet everybody, spend time with everybody, but yeah, that particular event, uh, I'm slightly nervous to see how everything goes. I have heard that they have a phenomenal bar that will be open at Universal Studios uh, during Halloween Horror Night, and so I have a feeling that we will be able to speak about the quality of the bar's offerings. We're talking what drinks they have, what food options possibly, maybe even the best places to sit at said bar. So while y'all are out there in in bug hell, that one bug house, can you believe they put together a haunted house with bugs? Terrifying. And then Steffers started thinking maybe the walls are going to be sticky, and now I'm not going to sleep between now and the time we go. Like, that's the most terrifying... 
Like, just the description was bad enough. Uh -huh. And then the visual, it just, oh, no. I volunteer as tribute to see what the drinks at the bar are like, what the food is like. I will do a review of the bathroom. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. We will, be, yeah, yeah. we will review everything except the houses. That is exactly right. Yeah, and then Stephanie's like, what if they use real bugs? It's like, uh, if they do that, uh, they need to be tried for crimes against humanity. 1,000%. Yeah, that is absolutely... Uh, crime against humanity, for sure. That's yeah. that's that's just nightmare fuel. I mean, the whole thing is nightmare fuel. But it, but it's like, oh yeah, uh, there there are real grasshoppers that will come. <laughs> uh, um, uh, though I do got. <clears throat> Part of me does want to give some of them a shot, like like the the Universal classic monsters. You yes. know, the 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 Dracula versus the Mummy versus the Wolfman house. I think could be fun. And then the 1920s speakeasy flappers house with the witches or whatever, that could be fun as well. And the chupacabra one, that that could be fun as well. But again, like I could very easily see all three of those turn into like, oh sweet, I just myself and I'm having a heart attack. That's right, that's exactly right, yeah. Um, the amount of anxiety and stress that I have even just reading the descriptions was pretty high. But I will say that those three, the two, I'd say the 1920s one and the um, like classic monsters one, mm -hmm. those were two that seemed like, okay, I might be willing, you know, to try those and, and then see. So I guess we'll just kind of have to see when we get there, you know, stay tuned for us to, you know, potentially have a review of that. Or I may be able to tell you if it's three ply toilet paper, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. We'll find out when we get there, right? We will indeed find out when we get there. Um, but uh, I did mention we're going down for uh, Justin Monorail's birthday. And we, it's kind of interesting because the trip that we originally signed up kind of morphed into something else because we originally, we were going down there for what, two, three days. Right. And then it evolved into the next thing I know, I started doing some math. And anytime I do math, that's a dangerous thing. I mean, there is a reason I ended up in radio because there is little to no math involved. But when I was doing said math, I realized for like 40 more bucks for what we're spending, we could get annual passes. So next thing I know, both you and I, we are now annual pass holders for Universal Studios Orlando. I'm so excited. So excited for that definitely um, looking forward to making use of that for sure and I couldn't believe you know when you look at the prices of you know just single day tickets or you look at maybe compared to an annual pass at somewhere like Disney just it seems so much more affordable right vastly for the so. you know amount of time that we're gonna spend there so yeah I'm really looking forward to this kind of being what we use to kick off you know that annual pass and then you know we'll be able to make you know more use of that in the future so I think this will be a great way to start yeah, not only is Universal Annual Passes much cheaper than, say, Disney, uh, Universal Annual Passes are available, unlike Disney. So there, there, there is that. Um, do you have any experience in Universal Studios? Have you ever been to Universal Studios? So I, the only, I know even less about Universal, really, than I do about Disney. Um, so <clears throat> I went to Universal Studios in 2013, I got to see the first part of the Harry Potter Park. Okay. Um, and then did a little bit, you know, kind of tooling around there and some other, you know, attractions and, and things. And But I hadn't been 
to Universal Studios before that trip, and I haven't been since that trip. So I haven't seen the other part of the Harry Potter park. I haven't seen, um, you know, many of the other like rides and attractions and things that you can do at Universal or Islands of Adventure. I'm not even sure really which one is is which part. Um, but I've heard just phenomenal things. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so I am so excited. <clears throat> to get to um, experience, you know, not only more of Universal, but then even just seeing the other part of the Harry Potter park. I'm really, really looking forward to that. So. Yeah, as a Harry Potter fan, I think you're going to be uh, blown away by Diagon Alley. Because, yeah. Like, like we were talking uh, to today over lunch. It's like, I still haven't seen all the Harry Potter movies. Um, but I do appreciate the Harry Potter movies. I think I think the world it's built and the stories that it tells, it's cool. I was blown away by what Universal has done with the Harry Potter IP and what they've done in their park. So if I, as just a semi-casual Harry Potter fan, was impressed, I think you being the Harry Potter super fan that you are, are going to be very impressed. And I have a feeling you're going to be walking out with your wizard robes and, and one of those $120 wands that like do the interactive spell thing. So I look forward to that. As oh, well. a, thousand, a thousand percent. Yeah. And you know, like we talked about before, I mean, if you want to like slip Ollivander 20 bucks so I can get chosen as, you know, in the wand choosing ceremony, like that would be just incredible. Um, but yeah, I absolutely cannot wait. I'm so excited. Just that brief experience that I had all those years ago was really, really neat. And that was before, you know, they finished it and before, you know, even technology is to where it is now. So I am so excited. Um, and, you know, we'll definitely be earmarking quite a bit of my budget for, <laughs> you know, you get a robe, you get a robe, you get a robe, you get a wand, you get a wand, you know. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to that a lot. So. I'm excited. Yeah, Diagon Alley's cool, even though if I uh, I am a little salty, they had to sacrifice my beloved Jaws attraction for it. But, you know, that's neither... R.I.P. Jaws ride. Yeah, R.I.P. Jaws ride. We miss you every day. Every, every day. Moment of silence. <laughs> my little buddy. We're going to need a bigger boat. Mm, okay, uh, so uh, we got a couple days in Universal. Then we are park hopping, literally, big time, over to Disney. A couple days... Uh, there we got our Mickey's not so scary day in Magic Kingdom. Of course, if you are a um, if you do buy a ticket to Mickey's not so scary, you can get into the parks starting at 4 p.m. And if, if you do get there at 4 p.m., event goes through midnight. You can get a you can get a hard eight hours in the park. So I mean that's 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 a good chunk of time in the Magic Kingdom. Then the next day we are going to Epcot. We're going to try and get on Guardians and eat and drink around the world and, and enjoy some food and wine festival activities and uh, stuff like that. Um, anything you're looking forward to particularly for our days in the Magic Kingdom? Oh my gosh. So Magic Kingdom, you know, Epcot, I'd say Magic Kingdom and Epcot are probably tied for my favorite parks at Disney. Um, and I'm so excited that we've got the opportunity to go to not so scary, um, together, especially since I haven't been in a couple of years and, you know, I just can't wait to see what they've done with it. Um, you know, but again, as somebody who hasn't spent a lot of time really in any of the parks, I don't have, um, 
I've, I'm looking forward to a lot of things I haven't gotten to do, right? I'm excited to see kind of, you know, your favorite things and what you're looking forward to doing and how you, Disney, right? As somebody who goes there pretty regularly, you know, a lot of times you go by yourself or you meet friends. Um, and so I'm super looking forward to just kind of what are the things that you say, oh, I really want to do this thing or I really want to do that thing, right? Because I don't have, you know, I'm kind of along for the ride here. I don't have as many particular things, you know, that I just, oh my gosh, I really want to do, you know, this or that. I mean, you know, do I want to have a Dole Whip? Absolutely. You know, would it be my dream to get to meet Ariel? Like, sure, that would be great. You know, but just seeing kind of how you do it and then how we can kind of blend those experiences together, I think is what I'm most um, excited about. Because I think, you know, I've been there a few times and I've done quite a bit of things there, but I think there's stuff I've got to be missing or stuff I didn't know about as somebody who isn't as familiar with the park maybe as you would be or, you know, as somebody we might be there would be. Um, so I'm just excited to kind of learn things that maybe I don't already know or an appreciation for things I haven't gotten to do before. Okay. And, uh, in Epcot, same question I asked about Magic Kingdom, but instead of Magic Kingdom, apply it to Epcot. It would be Epcot. So Epcot, um, I don't have much experience there either. Um, I know that I've never done food and wine festival, so I am pumped for food and wine. Um, I, I just can't wait for that whole experience. I've been there while it was happening, but I didn't participate. Right. So, um, you know, I've been, I've got some certain, you know, I think, uh, you know, I was listening to something earlier of different, you know, drinks that you've liked, you know, in Mm -hmm. the parks. And so I've got some of those, you know, that I'd be interested in if they've changed or if they've updated them, you know, but, um, again, the same thing with Epcot is just kind of seeing, you know, the people watching, I think is going to be incredible. Right. And the food is going to be, you know, amazing and just because I don't know I don't think I've eaten at Epcot ever like I don't think I've had any food I think I've only had alcohol since I've been at Epcot (laughs) which is an interesting experience that I don't recommend I was gonna Uh, say yeah I wouldn't recommend that experience either but it was it was a choice uh that I made and that is a story for another day Um, but I, yeah, I don't think I've ever had any food actually in Epcot. So I'm excited particularly for it to be food and wine to get to see, um, you know, just what is available in the park in a particular, uh, you know, event season like that, right. That might not be in other, you know, I've been during a flower and garden festival. And then again, like I said, I've been, you know, once before during food and wine, but I didn't eat anything. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. I think there's a drink that you like that I haven't gotten to try. Oh, tipsy duck and love. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which has got my name written all over it. Yeah. It's a, it's Lindsay. It says Lindsay all over the cup. Oh, I, I, I didn't realize that. Right. And so everybody's walking around with these Lindsay cups and they're going like this in mine. And it's like, cause they're waiting on me to get there. <laughs> well, uh, then we will have to uh, go get you your drink when we uh, get to Epcot on that, uh, on that day, which if you're listening to this episode, the day it drops, that's tomorrow. Yes. Uh huh. Yep. We're gonna, we're gonna wait. No. It's today. Woo! Even better. Even better. Yeah. Yes. We're at Epcot right now. Right now. Yep. Loving every minute. Yep. We're already drunk on Tipsy Duck and Love. Yeah. Not really. We're not drunk. Well, maybe I am. Okay. I probably am. So, um, I am kind of bummed that we're not going to be able to spend any time in Disney's Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom because I do love both of those parks. But fortunately for you... You're going to be going back to Disney in a relatively short time frame. Uh, is there anything in particular you're looking forward to in 
those two parks on your upcoming trip? That's a good question. So Toy Story, is it in... Disney's Hollywood Studios. In Hollywood Studios. Okay, so I haven't done any of that. I haven't done Slinky Dog. I haven't done any... So I'm super, super, super looking forward to that. Um, I... Um, have heard that um, the Star Wars like oh, Galaxy's Edge, right? Yep. Okay, so my daughter's going to be all over that. Um, we need all the lightsabers and all the droids. <laughs> I don't know what any of those things are, but she will be highly excited. Yeah, uh, you, you remember all that money you earmarked for wands and robes? Go ahead and start doing that for droids and lightsabers as well. That is a very fulfilling experience, but it's also a very expensive fulfilling experience. That's right. That's right. But what baby wants, baby gets, baby wants. <laughs> So, you know, we will definitely be enjoying And I know she'll, you know, she'll really look forward to that. Um, And then Guardians of the Galaxy. That's an Epcot. It's an Epcot. Okay. Yeah. So that's on my list too. I mean, well, we'll see, you know, if I can, like you said, if I can survive the spinning teacups, we'll see how it goes. Three times in a row, like a champ. You know, I just, I'm here to help the people. So, um, but yeah, so I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, to that trip with her and kind of seeing what, um, you know, how that might be different, right? The things Mm -hmm. that you and I do might be a little different, you know, than the things that she and I are going to do. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but there's a lot of things in, I, I have gotten the feeling since I've been learning about your appreciation for animal kingdom that I don't know that I appreciate animal kingdom as much as I will be able to. I think there's a lot of things at animal kingdom that I maybe haven't done or that I haven't known to do. Um, so I'll be interested the um, kind of feeling that I've gotten based on past experience or based on other folks that I know that like it is, you know, it's kind of a half day park. You know, we spend a little bit of time there. You know, we maybe don't really do a whole lot of things. And so I'm interested to kind of open that up and Mm -hmm. see, you know, what else I might be able to do there. Um, And then again, you know, Hollywood Studios is one of those that I... um, you know, maybe the, I think there's Indiana Jones there. Yeah. The Indiana Jones stunt show, you know? And so, you know, those are things that I don't have like personal experience with or star Wars, you know, um, you know, of course I appreciate kind of that, that world, right. And the fans, but so it's neat for me to get to see people who really love that. And that, you know, my daughter, for example, is really interested. Um, and so I know for that um, piece, you know, I'll look forward to that, even if it's not something that I have like a direct connection with myself, um, but just kind of on behalf of other people that are there or how much she enjoys it to be able to get to experience things that may not necessarily be something I'm interested in, but because she, you know, likes likes it or, or wants me to, you know, try it, then I'll get to check it out. So I'm looking forward to that. Very cool. And and on your uh, trip uh, later this year, you're doing it upright. You're, uh, you are staying at a very uh, swanky, swanky spot on property. Uh, I won't volunteer where you're staying, but if you would like to uh, broadcast your bougie uh, residency while you're down in the... Um, in the house of the mouse, feel free to, because uh, I'll just let you know, this podcaster has a tinge of jealousy. I might be staying at the Grand Floridian. <clears throat> so, it's a special occasion. So, I'm excited for this trip with my daughter in October. Um, I've never stayed at this hotel before, but I've heard really great things about it. Um, and so, I'm super, you know, excited um, to get to check it out myself. Uh, we'll see, you know, how it goes. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. So I've never stayed at the Grand Flow, but I've gone in there to one of their bars. And this is just a recommendation 
for your upcoming trip in October. Check out The Enchanted Rose. It is a Beauty and the Beast themed uh, kind of a bar area. Yes. Truffle fries. Oh my God. That's got my name written all over it. Top notch. Top notch. I love a truffle fry. Now this was was before the world caught fire as I vaguely Mm. waved my arms at the background. Um, So I'm assuming A, The Enchanted Rose is open and B, they still have said truffle fries because, you know, it might be a supply chain issue. Because everything is blamed on supply chain issues. You know, I, I can't, why didn't I think of Beauty and the Beast? You know, we'll edit this. But, like, you were talking about movies that I love. And so, like, I love The Little Mermaid, but, like, also hardcore Beauty and the Beast. It's a like, good one. Beauty and the Beast. I mean, I don't remember how old I was when that came out. Seven or eight? Nine? And it was just, oh my gosh, I loved Beauty and the Beast. And the remake. I loved the remake of Beauty really? and the Beast. Oh my gosh, I loved it so much. Like, I felt like they, it was a neck and neck of, like, which one was better because, I don't know, I thought they were both incredible. Well, I mean, uh, Beauty and the Beast, it was nominated for Best Picture in 1992 and it came out, FYI. So yes. I'll let you do the math of how old you are or were when it came out that year. Um, uh, and in the Magic Kingdom, there is a... Beauty and the Beast themed dining experience in uh, Be Our Guest. That's right. Do you have any special dining experiences planned for your trip in October? Because I will say there are some phenomenal dining opportunities in Disney. And one thing I'm kind of upset about, I didn't plan a whole lot when it comes to the dining aspect for our upcoming trip. But time is kind of on the short side for us, where when you go down in October with the ambassador, you got, what, a week? Yeah, yeah. So, we'll be there. so, so I mean, time flies when you're when you're down at the most magical place on Earth, but you have more time than we will. Right, that's right, yeah. So I, um, I'm really lucky. I've been working with the most incredible travel agent, my friend Amy, who works for A Mouse on a Beach. Um, and so I would highly, highly recommend that you um, check out their website. If you're you know, somebody like me who loves Disney World, but just the logistics of it are a little overwhelming, um, having somebody that can help plan that trip for you and you know, secure dining reservations in advance and secure character breakfast in advance and you know, have an idea of places you know, and activities and things that you would want to do, definitely, definitely recommend um, you know, checking them out. We've just had the very best experience. And so that's something that, you know, just recently, as we're getting closer to our window of our, of my October trip, that she's been able to secure these dining reservations. So she's got us a dinner, you know, at Be Our Guest, and she was working on something for Cinderella's Castle, and, you know, she's got us a breakfast, a character breakfast at Cape May, and, mm. you know, so we've got, you know, these opportunities that, again, as somebody who loves to go to Disney World, but the logistics are overwhelming, it's great, you know, for her to be able to plug in these opportunities for us, and so I'm super excited about that. I have done Be Our Guest before for lunch. I've never had there for, uh, been there for dinner, so I'm super excited to see you know she was telling me the beast comes out you know in his uh you know like nighttime look you know and so I'm excited about that you know we've got to try the gray stuff because I've heard it's delicious the gray stuff is a thing of legend yes right um and so I'm looking forward to that you know I think our reservation is like at four o'clock you know which is perfect for me right I need to just like get a little bit of sustenance before I'm on to my next (laughs) you know afternoon of evening of activities um so I'm looking forward to that so 
yeah, just having, um, you know, access to, to you and to her and to, you know, some other friends, you know, that are, uh, go to Disney more often. And so they're able to recommend, Oh, make sure you go to this thing. Make sure you go to that place. Make sure you, you know, so yeah, that's just, I'm so, so, so excited. Cause again, you know, I'm really looking forward to the trip, but the logistics are a little bit much for me. So it's a huge help to have, you know, kind of input from folks to recommend different things to do, places to eat and that sort of thing. So I'm really excited, really excited about the food. You said Disney. Oh, well, well, and that's the thing. I don't think a lot of people realize when you go down to Disney, people do think of, you know, it's a theme park. There's going to be roller coasters. There's going to be rides. It's Disney. There are going to be characters you can meet. I don't think people realize you could eat like five star top of the line food when you go down to Disney. People think it's a theme park. You're going to eat corn dogs and hot dogs and chicken nuggets. And I mean, if that's the route you want to go, you can do that. You can head to Casey's Corner and get like a pretty, pretty awesome hot dog, chili dog and burgers there everywhere. But at the same time, if you do want to pay a little bit extra and get that fine dining experience, you can go to a place like Clacelier's in Epcot, or you can do a character dining experience like Be Our Guest, or you can go to the Polynesian and do uh, breakfast with uh, Lilo and Stitch and, and stuff like that. Absolutely. And the food is just unbelievable. And another thing that I hadn't thought about, but I know that friends of mine have is like allergies. You know, I've got friends whose kids have allergies Mm -hmm. and it's like they're nervous to go out to eat, you know, in their area, their town, but they can go to Disney and they can say to, you know, tell the server, tell the, you know, somebody at the restaurant, like, look, my son can't have this. My daughter can't have this. And they can trust that the food that they're being brought and how it's prepared and the way that it's served, you know, isn't something that's going to make their kid really sick, you know, or Mm -hmm. make them really sick. Um, And so absolutely. I mean, Disney... I know, you know, that they pride themselves on customer service and on the customer experience. And that seems to be, as someone who hasn't dealt with it myself, but, you know, have been in groups of people that have, how important it is. You know, you're going to want to go back to those places and to recommend them to other people because you know that they're, you know, they live up to the promise that they make, right? Whereas, you know, maybe places in your town, you know, might not or, or another experience might not match. But Disney really seems to be top notch. And I'm looking forward, you know, not having much universal experience to see kind of how that experience mm-hmm. is, you know, because I, I don't know, I've never eaten there. Um, you know, I have a little bit of Disney experience, so, you know, I'll be interested to see kind of how that goes in comparison to. Well, and I'll be honest, I don't have as much universal experience as I do to Disney, particularly when it comes to the dining option. So I too am curious to see how that's going to play out and see if it does compare, because I mean, like, even outside of the Disney parks, I mean, you can go down to Disney Springs and you can have some phenomenal dining experiences like we're going to eat at the boathouse uh in the past i've taken the lotus to go eat at wine bar george and eat eat off the big board the the charcuterie plate you can go to morimoto asia and have some of the best asian food you'll ever have you can go to gideon's and get those big ass cookies which i know you've already told me we're making time to go to gideon's and get those big ass cookies yes we are They are good. They are good. I'm super pumped about because Disney Springs, you know, I've been to the Lego store. The ambassador is like huge into Legos. Um, so, you know, I've been to the Lego store and I've shopped and walked around and done like merchandise kind of stuff. Um, but other than there was like some hamburger place that I know had good draft beer. Um, so, you know, I went there. But other than that, I haven't like any of the places you've mentioned, I mean, are all new to me. So I am pumped to get to see how it's changed, what's, you know, different. Um, and then particularly this, um, you know, all these new options to eat and drink. I'm really looking forward to trying those out. 
Well, and speaking on Disney Springs, I mean, you go down to Orlando, you want to get in the parks, but you could have a phenomenal time just going to Disney Springs, eating, drinking, shopping, and going to Disney Springs doesn't cost you anything. Parking's free. Uh, there's not a paid admission to get into any of the... Well, I mean, there was the NBA experience. I say was because nobody went to the NBA experience. That was a terrible idea. I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, unfortunately, the Void experience is no longer there. But, I mean, like, everything... For, well, and they, they got a movie theater, but, you know, you got to pay to go to the movies. But, I mean, for the most part, you can... Pay as much as you want to. You can pay as little as you want to when it comes to Disney Springs. So, Which I think is a great place, you know, especially for somebody who it's like maybe you're not quite ready for that park experience or maybe you've got some time to kill right before, you know, you check into your hotel and maybe you don't go to the parks until the next day. Or but, you have a Mickey's Not So Scary ticket. You can't get into the park until 4 p.m. Right. So, you know, you go get your name on the list at Gideon's and then you can just walk around and you can pick up, you know, I've got gifts I've got to buy while I'm there, right? That's so that'll be a great opportunity, <laughs> you know, to start picking stuff up and looking at different, you know, places that I might want to go and, you know, stopping and grabbing something to eat while we're there, you know, or something like that. So, yeah, I think Disney Springs is a great, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, break or rest mm -hmm. or different thing that you can do, you know, and still be kind of in that, you know, that experience or that area. So mm -hmm. I think it's great. And I'm pumped about Gideon's because I, that's totally new to me. So, like, I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to check out everything they have to offer. Full review to come later. Yeah, I remember when I went down earlier this year, I sent you pictures from the inside of Gideon's and the inside or and and the and pictures of the cookies that I bought and I had explicit marching orders to bring back said cookies. So, I got Ziploc bags from Justin Monorail and I put them in my uh, luggage. And I flew them back, and we tried them when 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 I got back. So. And they were incredible. And there were also like required daily updates, like checking in on the cookies. <laughs> How are the cookies? Have they gotten broken? Are they crumbly? Are they like what exactly is happening? Can we put them in the microwave? Did you wrap them in a paper towel? Like mm -hmm. I was very concerned because I'd heard such good things about these cookies. And then a week after you had purchased them, and you bring them back, and we and they're still just as good. Yep. As if you had just bought them there so it's like of course when we've now got this incredible trip plan like Gideon's is like top tier on the list of things to do like I'm not missing that opportunity yeah if they were good a week after the fact after sitting in a Ziploc bag and being refrigerated they were that good under those circumstances imagine how good they're gonna be when they're fresh oh my god oh that one with pistachios in it like right oh mm. and that was the one I was least excited about yes oh I'm so oh I'm so excited Mm -mm. She's very excited, ladies and gentlemen. And this is an audio podcast, but I'll tell you what, if they could see my face. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> very excited. You're missing out on seeing her face. That is, that's right. But you know what? It's going to be totally worth it when we're there. Yep. So um, going back to something you said when you were talking about using Amy and her amazing talents as, a, as, as booking a trip that sometimes... A Disney trip, you have so many options, it can be overwhelming. Speak on that a little bit, because I don't think you're alone in that. Yeah, it's cool that Disney gives you all these options that you can do, but do you think it's reached kind of a critical mass, so to speak, that it's it's almost overwhelming to a point? I absolutely, I, I think so. Um, you know, as someone who... 
Um, again, had only been to Disney as an adult, and really that was just kind of on the coattails of other folks, right, that were planning these trips. When it came to my first opportunity to um, go on a trip with my daughter on my own, uh, I was excited, but I was really intimidated, right? So the logistics of, you know, where do we stay? Uh, you know, do we, how do we get from each park? You know, what kind of transportation is there? Once you're within the park, how do you know what to do, where to go? Then there was this whole magic band. We'll get into that conversation later. (laughs) But there's this whole other element now of this magic band situation because when I was, you know, I don't know, five years ago, the first time I went to Disney as an adult, I had a travel agent and she just mailed them to me. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) But so when you get to this point where it's, you're so excited and you've got all these friends and they love to go to Disney World and it's this great thing and they look forward to it and bloody, bloody, you know, and it's, oh my gosh. I mean, there's so many things to do and it can end up being so expensive. And so absolutely, you know, having somebody that's able to plot out, um, I mean, also Amy is my friend who has young children. So she's able to kind of earmark certain things, you know, that she thinks I would be interested in doing. Um, but two, just kind of to have those recommendations and kind of give you, you know, these are the parks you're going to, these are the days you'll be there. These are the times that I would recommend different things, either because those are the times they're scheduled or maybe they're not as high traffic times, you know? And so I'm somebody that wants as much of that information as I can get because I want to have the best experience but also because you know like we we're talking about if you just say hey Lindsay you have seven hours in Magic Kingdom good luck with that um, that's going to be really overwhelming to me right because I'm not going to know where to go what to do what are we looking forward to you know what can we skip out on what am I going to regret that I'm going to get home and somebody on Instagram will have posted this thing they did that I didn't even realize was an option right so instead having you know the opportunity to have kind of an idea from input from different folks before I get there and then I can kind of plot out what my day is going to look like is you know going to help me a lot you know logistically but then just overall my feeling that we did actually get to do what we were looking forward to do I got to do some things I wanted to do my daughter got to do some things you know and that our Disney experience felt like it was complete as opposed to just kind of this hodgepodge of things that were like well yeah, Pinterest seemed to think this was a great idea, right? <laughs> Which is not like that. That's not ideal for me, right? You know, so I, you know, want to have, um, you know, a, a great experience for what we're looking forward to do. And so hopefully that, you know, being a little bit more organized that way will help. Okay. You did bring it up. So I want to ask, and I've made uh, references to it on previous episodes of this podcast. Um, what Magic Man Pluses did you end up getting? Because uh, you have had quite the ordeal, and you're not alone in getting your Magic Man Pluses. I would invite everyone to pull up a chair. <laughs> I am about to invite you to a TED Talk. Those of you who know me, I am famous for these. So here we go. So Magic Man Plus, as someone, again, who doesn't go to Disney that much, I was a little on the fence. I was kind of in the Steffers camp of maybe Magic Man Plus isn't necessary, but then Landon got his and it's got all these cool features and it's got a rechargeable battery and it lights up and it's got a design and it was like, well, I don't really want to miss out on that. So I get on the website, there's all these options. I'm lusting after all these different Magic Man Plus and then I think, well, I'm not quite ready to order yet. So then I wait, you know, to pick my daughter up and then what is she going to think? And then I forget to ask her and so two weeks go by 
I get on the website to buy Magic Band Plus, there are eight choices, eight. There were originally, what, 40, 30? I don't know how many uh, there were. At least 30, at least. More than eight. <laughs> yes, we can safely say more than eight. So, uh, of which two I am kind of interested in, but I don't really know. Meanwhile, it's not apparent on the website that Magic Man Plus, so for those of us that last had a Magic Man some years ago, you can take out the exterior piece of the Magic Band, and it will make the band smaller to be able to fit a child. So Magic Band Plus appears to have that feature, but they don't make that obvious. So I pick one of the eight. I like settle on this pink one. I mean, it's going to be fine, whatever. And we pick the, you know, another one, you know, for, for the ambassador, um, because those are marked as kids, which appear to be the kind that you can take that exterior piece off and it'll fit her. Um, so, you know, they come in in just a few days, you know, then I'm nervous. They're not going to arrive right before the trip. Well, then here they come in in a couple of days. Then I get back on the website and all of the designs that I had been interested in were restocked because apparently Disney heard me say, you know, it's really too bad that I didn't get those ones that I wanted. And then they've just, now they've all reappeared. So then do I buy the ones that I, you know, spend the extra money to buy the designs that I had been interested in originally or do I get stuck with these, like, you know, I mean, they're not cast off. They're fine. But, you know, these, like, just generic, right, magic bit. So, after much grief and deliberation, I have now got them in my closet with all of my ears and pumpkin necklace and all my other Mickey things. So, I'm just going to wait until we get to the parks. I'm going to see what the choices are. But I will tell you that since I realized you can take the outer piece off of the Magic Man Plus and it will become a smaller size. Thanks for not noting that on the website, Disney. Um, <laughs> there's a chance it could fit my daughter's wrist. And you know that she's going to want a Groot. You know that she's going to want a Darth Vader. Right? Like, there are mm -hmm. other options besides, you know, purple, which is fine. She'll be fine with it. It's what she picked. She doesn't care. But, like, you know she's going to want one that lights up and does all kinds of cool stuff. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll see if there's other options available when we get there. Maybe I'll snag those up. I mean, maybe there will be some limited edition. You know, I don't I don't know about this Magic Band Plus situation. But anyway, I have mine to take to the park. She's got hers to take to the park. And then we'll just see what happens when we get there. But, you know, the moral of this story, listeners, is to just go with your gut. Like, order when you see what they have available mm -hmm. online. Just or Like, don't wait. Don't, like, wait for somebody to come home to get their opinion about it because you aren't sure of which one to order. Just place the order on the internet. And if not, just call. We'll talk about it. Just call me. We will talk about it because I just really regret that decision. So, good luck, everyone. Enjoy your Magic Band Plus. I know I will. So, you got a purple one? And a pink one. Okay, all right. And uh, do they have designs on them? Of course not. Does my favorite Instagrammer from Canada have the rose gold one with Cinderella's castle on it for the 50th anniversary? Maybe. Am I really jealous and having to not like direct messenger every day about how she got? I'm. Mm. So is that is is that the one that you that you wanted to pull the trigger on? Well, I had a four. I wanted the orange bird one, which is not even my thing, but it's because the design was so cute. Mm -hmm. The one I really, really wanted was the pink one with the Disney snacks on it, with like the Mickey bars oh, yeah. and the sprinkles. Mm -hmm. That one's back in stock. Orange bird's back in stock. Um, what else is back in stock? 
one or two of the, the 50th anniversary ones, I think had issue. They had some OS issues. So that's mm-hmm. why they had to pull those. The, the pink one with Cinderella, cause uh, hardcore Cinderella castle stand over here. Um, so, you know, that one was one that I was interested in. And then there was that blue one, the 50th anniversary. Oh, with the, with, with the with outline. Walton, in, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the three, re- well, orange, Bur- we can, you know, kind of cast him to the side. Poor orange. Bird. God bless orange bird. Yeah. Um, but, but the two that I really would have been either that pink Cinderella's castle one or the, like, it was like a darker pink. Um, that one was the one I really wanted. And I Googled it recently, and it was like, and here for this price on the... I was like, thank you, website! Really? Yes. Oh. And I was this close to ordering it, and then I thought, let's put your landing hat on here and go, wait a minute. Do you need to... Because then what if it didn't come in, right? And Mm -hmm. then I'd gone on my trip, and it wasn't here, and then... Because, I mean, a couple weeks ago, Magic Band Plus is ordered from Disney... ShopDisney.com were having issues of, you know, people left for their trip thinking they ordered it in plenty of time and it never showed up. And I will say for the sake of our order, I think I ordered mine on a Thursday and I think they had arrived by Monday or Tuesday. I was stunned at how fast yours showed up. So for that sake, because that was another concern I'd had was, well, if I did decide to order these that got restocked, what if that were to happen where there were some issue and then it got delayed in, and if that was my only one, then, you know, I wouldn't have a choice. So, um, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll deal with the ones that we've got, but then, you know, when, when we're, you know, in the parks, we'll see what's available. You know, if they had like a hocus pocus one, you know, I would be uh, purchasing that, not stealing them because we don't steal here on Dust Dust Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Don't um, steal. We don't, we don't support that. Um, but <laughs> we do support Disney having a magic band plus that's hocus pocus themed. Um, really just take me with my not so scary ticket to the part of the store that has all of the the Hocus Pocus merchandise, and I will just buy all of it. I just want every single piece of it. You would think with them having a sequel coming out later this year, uh, uh, streaming on Disney+, Plus, um, you would think they would have more merchandise out. But so far, at least online, I have not seen a lot of the Sanderson sisters. Oh, that's such a shame. Hocus, my, I've got ears. I've got two... Pairs of ears. Well, apparently I have three, but anyway, we won't worry about many. Um, but I have the the Hocus Pocus, the 2019 uh, ears for having a ticket to Not So Scary. Um, and they're my favorite. And then I've got the pair that you got me, which are just, oh, they're just perfect. <laughs> uh, you just, oh, you just did mm, the very best job. Um, so I'm excited to see what's available. Um, you know, but I don't know, you know, when I was there in 2019, when I was in Magic Kingdom, when you were a ticket holder to Not So Scary, they had this like, roped off I don't know for your experience but they had this roped off area and you could show them your ticket and then every like however many people at a time were allowed in the area that was just like not so scary hocus pocus themed stuff and so I was able to get like my ears and I got a couple of other things that were specific to that event at that park was this while the park was still open before the event started? Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, that does make sense. That because, makes sense. That yeah, yeah, because there is event-specific merchandise and event-exclusive merchandise that's only available during Mickey's Not So Scary. Right, So, right. yeah, that, so, that makes sense. Yeah, just, like, point me there, like Homing Beacon, right? And mm-hmm. Lindsay will just go, and she will buy all the things. So all the money I haven't spent on wands or food at Epcot <laughs> with my $17 that I have left, mm-hmm. uh, I will walk... Walk in there and buy every single like 
snow globe, chapstick, coffee mug. I mean, I don't know. It's just the number of things I'm going to... I don't even know at that point. I'm just going to be... Everything I can carry in my arms. All for $17? It's... Yes. I'm going to be haggling like you've never heard in your life. It's going to be great. A whole side of Lindsay's going to come out. You're not even going to know. You're going to be like, I don't Is this a smoking hot girlfriend? I'm going to be like, I don't know. I don't know where she went. It's this lady in here haggling for Hocus Pocus stuff. It's like, sorry, I picked up the Hocus Pocus chapstick and I blacked out. It just all fits. Like being at Target. If you want to, here's the deal, people. If you want to spend less than $300 at Target, only things you can carry in your arms, that is going to be me at the Hocus Pocus section of Magic Kingdom. It's just going to be all the things in my arms. All right. That well, woman is carrying too many things. Get out of my way. Well, I'll be sure to give you a wide berth when you uh, when you hit the hocus pocus section. That's right. It's all happening. It is all happening. Well, now our trip's going to be happening. I'm looking forward to it. I know. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be fun for us to get to go together. I think it's going to be neat to get to see how things that maybe we have experienced not together, what those are like, but then also to add in the fact that we're going to be there at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be really neat to see how things are different. Um, you know, I'm really, really, really looking forward to how um, you just seeing how, how you are. Right. And again, I'm kind of along for the ride here. You know, I don't have a lot of preferences. I don't have a lot of specific things that I'm really wanting to do. It's just more of, I kind of just want to be there and see what's going to happen. Right. And kind of be a fly on the wall and be experiencing these things. So I'm really, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Me too. And I think it also will be a lot of fun. All right. Before we uh, wrap it up, any final thoughts, closing words you want to lay upon the lovely listeners? I have learned more about Disney and an appreciation for Disney since I have been listening to this podcast. And as someone who isn't really in this realm, it's so fun and interesting to see all of the, and hear and learn all of the things that I do by listening to you every week that I wouldn't really, you know, I have an interest in Disney, right? But I don't have um, a love of the parks. You know, I have all of that. But just the the intricacies, you know, the, the specific information, you know, the news that you guys impart, you know, the relationship that you and Steffers have and Jay, you know, have to these parks and to these experiences, it has really... Um, been such a delight for how much I have learned since I've kind of been tuned into this that's so much more than I would have ever known and it's this whole other you know I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter but it's like if you do happen to be there there's this whole like community of people that are just this is like their love and their interest and how they spend their time and sometimes it's overwhelming and I kind of want to like cry and throw up so then I have to take a break (laughs) but then there are other times where I'm just like this is incredible like this like this group of people that have this interest and this passion and this is how they spend it. And it's just so interesting to see. And so I've really, uh, as I've been tapping into more of my friends who were already in this bandwagon, right? They follow blogs and they're in Facebook groups and, you know, and I don't do any of that kind of stuff. And so, you know, it's been interesting to kind of loop back in with them because so much of this stuff they already know, you know, but to just kind of see how much I've learned in my appreciation of it to grow, it's been really, really neat. And so I'm really looking forward to, 
um, you know, going on this trip uh, with the Disney guru, as some say. So I don't know who says that, and if they, and if they say it, they're full of crap. And also, I wasn't fishing for a compliment, but I certainly will take it. Uh, Lindsay, thank you for joining me today, and uh, hopefully uh, you uh, will still talk to me by the end of our trip. <laughs> it remains to be seen, but you know, just keep us in your thoughts, right? Uh-huh. It, you know, we just, we're hopeful. We're hopeful on this one <laughs> to see how it goes. Uh, right now, you know, it's looking pretty good. Um, but, you know, I mean, if I have one too many Grand Marnier slushies at Epcot... Or, you know, um, the teacups get to me. I, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. All bets could be off. We'll, we'll just see. We'll see what happens, y'all. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. I'd love to come back, but we'll see. All right. Well, uh, we'll see if you pass the audition. Okay. Well, y'all put in a good word for me. We'll see what happens. It's okay. I know the, I know the idiot who hosts this podcast. I'll put in a good word. Well, it's been fun. I look forward to it. Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. Well, I think that's the secret sound. It's already off the rails and it hasn't even started. Yeah, yeah, just remember this is being recorded. Hard hitting journalist right here. That's right. Call me the Katie Couric of Disney Podcasting. Doing the hardest, hardest work. Next up, we're gonna be looking at my colon. <laughs> Remember when she did that? That was the that was weird. Uh Dinglehoppers for everyone. And also you can throw it into a three team parlay and uh, sign up using promo code Landon at checkout. <laughs> and Zoe at checkout. We're talking <laughs> We're talking. <laughs> Zoe being an asshole. <laughs> Moment of silence. Oh, little buddy, we're gonna need a bigger boat. And sometimes it's overwhelming, and I kind of want to like cry and throw up, so then I have to take a break. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, the, the spirit overtook me, and I just lost my mind. It's a piece of plastic you wear on your wrist. <laughs> You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything up. I just always wanted to say that. Yeah.